Today, Rinpoche went over the various conditions that are necessary for the arisal of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, as well as the causes. Um, so, uh, once again, uh, we'll be looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. And when we look at the teachings that are called the stages of the path um, teachings, or uh, um, the Lam Rim, uh, we find that there are three categories. The stage of the path shared in common with beings of small capacity, the stage of the path shared in common with beings of medium capacity, and the stage of the path for beings of great capacity. So we've now arrived at that third section, which is the stage of the path for beings of great capacity. Um, as a note, that's the Mahayana teachings. Uh, so we've arrived at that section. Uh, so that section's title is Training the Mind in the Stage of the Path for Persons of Great Capacity. And the, that, under that major heading of the outline, there are three categories. First, showing that developing bodhicitta, or the spirit of enlightenment, is the only entrance into the Mahayana. Uh, second category is how to develop the spirit of enlightenment, or how to develop uh, bodhicitta. And then the third category is how to learn the bodhisattva deeds after developing uh, the spirit of enlightenment. Um, so we've now arrived at that second part of the outline, um, which is how to develop the spirit of enlightenment. Um, uh, or how to develop bodhicitta, or sometimes translated, the mind that aspires to enlightenment. Uh, so we're in section uh, number two, um, and I'll let everyone know what page in a moment once Rinpoche starts. Okay, I see it. Okay, page 21 uh, in the English, um, how to develop uh, the spirit of enlightenment. It says B, in the Tibetan it says number two. <laughs> Tambula <laughs> 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 
Um, the spirit of enlightenment or bodhicitta is a mind that you develop which wishes to become a Buddha for the sake of all beings. And there's absolutely no discrimination um, when we say all beings. So you want to um, bring all sentient beings to a state of Buddhahood ultimately, but you're searching for a way to do so, and the way you do so is by becoming a Buddha. So it's a mind that wishes to become a Buddha to benefit everyone. So that's what the spirit of enlightenment is. And then the explanations are how it's caused and what it means, etc. But that's what the spirit of enlightenment is. So um, just as an aside, I apologize. I know a lot of people know what that is, but anyone who's new could be confusing. Um, okay, so the development of the spirit of enlightenment through the four conditions. Okay, so the first um, category here is you develop the spirit of enlightenment either by seeing for yourself the inconceivable power of the Buddhas or Bodhisattvas, or by hearing about them from a reliable person and then thinking, this enlightenment in which they abide or which they pursue is very powerful. Um, so this first condition, uh, which makes you want to uh, develop the spirit of enlightenment or develop uh, bodhicitta, is either seeing for yourself that the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas have so many abilities, um, they have so many inconceivable powers, uh, that are beyond our own, just witnessing that, or hearing from someone like a teacher, a teacher who's presenting these qualities as presented in the text. Um, and the teacher is giving an explanation of all of these abilities that the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas have. And by hearing about them from this reliable source, uh, you then are moved to develop the spirit of enlightenment. Uh, so this is the first condition uh, which uh, it serves to develop uh, the spirit of enlightenment. Okay. Um, so number two, um, all, although I, it's incredible, I'll tell you in a minute. Although you may not have seen or heard of such power in this way, you can develop the spirit by listening to the scriptural collections, which take unsurpassed enlightenment as the point of departure, and then aspiring to the sublime wisdom uh, of a Buddha. Um, so Rinpoche was saying that. Um, so here, this is you can develop it by listening um, to the scriptural collection. So this is referring to the Kangjur and Tanjur. The Kangjur uh, is the pronouncements of Lord Buddha. So the teachings directly that Buddha gave the the, the texts. 
Uh, and then the second category would be the authentic Indian commentaries uh, on the Buddha's teaching, uh, the Tenjur. Um, so you could develop this uh, spirit of enlightenment um, by listening to those teachings on the Kangjur and Tanjur. And then Rinpoche said, um, and it says, which take unsurpassed enlightenment as a point of departure. So it means that the, top, the topic of the, those um, teachings uh, is the uh, unsurpassed enlightenment, meaning uh, an enlightenment that there is no higher. There is no higher enlightenment um, than this enlightenment that is talked about in the Kangjur uh, and the Tanjur. Um, so by hearing about this, you're inspired to develop the spirit of enlightenment. And Rinpoche said also, um, you could um, um, learn about them in the way that we do here. Um, so Rinpoche was saying in the terms of spiritual friends. So Rinpoche is so humble, he was calling himself a, just a friend of ours, explaining things as opposed to a teacher. Um, so, and then I said, you're our teacher to him, obviously. But Rinpoche presented it that way. He said, if you don't have a teacher, you could do it the way that we do it here, where it's spiritual friends just <coughs> talk, talking. This one. 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 Shansenji Number three, although you may not have heard the teachings, you can develop the spirit by understanding that the teaching, the excellent teaching of the bodhisattvas is about to disappear. And then thinking, I will definitely develop the spirit of enlightenment so that the bodhisattva teaching will remain for a long time because the existence of such teaching removes suffering from innumerable uh, living beings. So here, even though you might not have heard the teachings from the scripture, uh, you might know of the fact that there is a potential for uh, the um, disappearance of the great vehicle, uh, disappearance um, of uh, uh, this great vehicle teaching, which the spirit of enlightenment, uh, um, um, how do I put this, uh, which is characterized by the spirit of enlightenment, or which can't say is the spirit of enlightenment, but it, um, just as a translator's note, the only entrance into the Mahayana is the spirit of enlightenment. So uh, that relationship. So realizing that uh, if the, there is no spirit of enlightenment, uh, there's no Mahayana. Um, um, and realizing that there's a potential for it to not be there, this inspires you to want to generate it f for yourself so that it remains. Um, so that there is a remaining uh, Mahayana. Um, so this is number three, um, knowing that um, if 
this teaching remains, it will take suffering from beings, knowing that if this teaching remains, it will bring beings to a state of happiness that inspires you to want to preserve it, and the way that one preserves it is by generating the spirit of enlightenment. Digsun. So then number four is showing that uh, since it's a rarity and very difficult to realizing to realize the Prach the um, Shravaka or Prachika Buddha um, levels, um, or in English, hearers and solitary realizers vehicle, what need is there to mention um, how rare the development of the spirit of enlightenment is, so a realization of the great vehicle. So there's no need to mention um, if it's difficult and rare to have the generation of the hearer and solitary realizer vehicle, how difficult the bodhisattva realize, realization um, must be. Um, during these uh, times. Um, so um, we'll read. Although you have not seen the decline of the teaching, you think it is difficult to generate the spirit of enlightenment of even a Shravaka and Prachika Buddha in these terrible times in which there is a preponderance of ignorance, shamelessness, lack of embarrassment, uh, jealousy, stinginess, and the like. Then what need is there to mention developing the spirit of highest enlightenment? If I were at some point to develop the spirit of enlightenment, others would surely follow. Thus, you generate the spirit of enlightenment through seeing the difficulty required to developing it. So it inspires you to want to develop it by seeing the difficulty of achieving it, by recognizing how rare it is and that it's possible. Um, um, it inspires you uh, to want to achieve this rare um, uh, realization. Um, and it's rare at this time when 
um, negative emotions are at their highest, um, are higher than positive emotions. So we have uh, in terrible times in which there's a preponderance of ignorance, shamelessness, lack of embarrassment, jealousy, stinginess, and the like. Uh, what need is there to mention developing the spirit of the highest enlightenment? So we have a spirit of enlightenment in the um, here in solitary realizer vehicle. Um, it's just this spirit of enlightenment is the spirit of the highest enlightenment. So its aim is highest enlightenment as opposed to these lower levels of liberation or nirvana which are achieved by these uh, practitioners. Um, so this is number four. You recognize the difficulty and the rarity uh, of being able to achieve it and this inspires you um, to want um, to do so and have others then follow by, by um, being inspired by your um, ability. Deekson. Um, so, uh, um, now we arrive at the second category in Jayan Sheba's um, commentary. So we first have the development of the spirit of enlightenment. And then the next category is the explanation of the meaning. I think last week we just uh, def um, made the category how the spirit of enlightenment arises from the four. Um, but I heard the words of the outline and it's really uh, Dun Sheba's explanation of the meaning. Um, so that's the name of Jayan Sheba's heading, explanation of the meaning. Uh, so here, going back to Lama Tsongkhapa's text, it says, concerning how the spirit of enlightenment arises from these four conditions, it is said that they inspire you to attain great enlightenment. So a desire to attain enlightenment arises. The ways in which this happens is as follows. So the way that you are inspired by these four is as follows. So how, you're in, how are you inspired? Um, so Rinpoche said, uh, because there's some, well, uh, basically what I just did, because there's some new uh, uh, people here, I'd, I'd like to explain what the spirit of enlightenment is. Um, so the spirit of enlightenment, or bodhicitta, um, or sometimes translated as the mind that aspires to enlightenment, um, is a desire to become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings, uh, for the... For the 
purpose, really, literally, of all sentient beings. So you want to become a Buddha for the purpose of all sentient beings. So that's the reason. Um, so when we look at the definition, textbook definition, of what this um, spirit of enlightenment is in the category of the Mahayana, which is what we're talking about here, because um, as just a translator's note, the small and medium scope that we went through previously, we said there's three scopes, small, medium, and great. The small and medium scope are primarily uh, the Hinayana teachings. They're in common with the Mahayana, but they're Hinayana teachings. These teachings are Mahayana teachings in that great scope section. So that's the section that we're in now, and that's why we're defining this mind generation in terms of the great vehicle. So the great vehicle mind generation is defined as a consciousness which is the entrance to the great vehicle arisen in association with a wish which is its own aid that aims at the perfect enlightenment for the sake of others. Um, so that this, is, this mind is a wish that aims at Buddhahood for everyone, for the sake of everyone. Um, so it, its aim is perfect enlightenment, which means Buddhahood, um, the high, unsurpassed enlightenment, um, and it's for the sake of others. And it, the, the, which is its own aid, it says in association with a wish, is in parentheses, so it's understood that it's its aid. Its aid is this aim for, for everyone's sake. So this, this wish to become enlightened is aided by the desire to benefit everyone. Okay. Uh, so Rinpoche then read uh, number one uh, of the, how the spirit of enlightenment arises from these four conditions. Um, after you see or hear about supernormal powers, you are awed, thinking, I will attain such an enlightenment and then generate the spirit of enlightenment. Um, so again, these connect to the top ones. So you, uh, this is the first how that first condition inspires you. Dixon. That neighbor thing about that neighbor neighbor ne, true mawale, sonji sonji ji, you then neighbor, tomba teba ji, then eh, tedala, tundu chiba was, then neighbor the water, teba chimbi true mawa. Okay, so number two, through hearing about the good qualities of a Buddha from an instructor, you first develop faith, and then there arises a desire to attain these qualities. Um, so, uh, an, an instructor, so you um, hear from a teacher uh, the excellent qualities that the Buddha has. So the Buddha has the excellent quality of body, the excellent quality of speech, the excellent quality of mind. Um, so the Buddha has these three excellent qualities of body, speech, and mind. Um, so these are his own personal, or his or her own personal qualities 
Um, so you hear of them from a teacher and then are inspired by that. Dixon. Okay, uh, so number three, on finding the thought of the decline of the Mahayana teaching unbearable, you develop the desire to attain a Buddha's sublime wisdom. In regard to this last point, you see that if the teaching does not disappear, the suffering of living beings can be stopped. So even though your objective is indeed to remove suffering, nevertheless, the principal condition for the spirit of enlightenment arising uh, is your inability to bear the fact that the teaching might disappear. Otherwise, this way of developing the spirit of enlightenment would repeat the explanation presented later on in this text of how the spirit of enlightenment arises in dependence on compassion. Um, so, Lamasun's Kappa is saying that this, there's two separate points being made here, and number three is specifically talking about just the fear of the teaching being removed, not the consequences of it. Um, so, uh, and not, not the fact that then uh, suffering living beings will suffer. So, out of compassion, uh, one doesn't want the teaching to be removed. Um, that goes further than this specific topic. The topic is only about not wanting the teachings uh, to, to remove. Now, the, there's a reason for it, but the topic here is specifically that. Um, because later on in the text, we get into the, how one de actually develops the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And we find the seven-point cause and effect um, ritual or meditation which allows one to achieve the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And we find that there are causes and effects that lead up to uh, bodhicitta. So we have first, recognizing that all sentient beings are our mothers. Uh, second, remembering the kindness they've showed us. Number three, 
wishing to repay their kindness. Uh, number four, uh, generating love through the force of attraction. Uh, and number five, great compassion. Um, number six, an extraordinary attitude. And then number seven is the, the result, the mind that aspires to enlightenment or the uh, spirit of enlightenment is the result there. Um, so we find that teaching later on in the text which shows how um, there's a cause and effect that leads up to the mind that aspires to enlightenment, the spirit of awakening and compassion being one of those causes. Um, but this specific um, condition and reason for the um, um, uh, uh, inspiration, reason for the inspiration is that you don't want to see the teaching removed or the teaching disappear uh, altogether. Uh, so that is number four. I'm sorry, that's number three. Rinpoche said, was that, wasn't that three? So number four, after you see how rare this most purposeful spirit is, you develop a desire to attain Buddhahood, spurred on principally by this awareness. So the awareness of the rarity um, of this inspires you. Sanjay 
ti 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 ti
ni baje soba tije jitemba nu temba no ba mazu temba no ba njowa mazu ne chanju lotunde je ba des odu somba de mara somba de la temba manu na sije jitunge duba ton yebe de ngese ise to mi ba yo me jans chanju sente de ngese ise to mi ba jiwe de yo de seje de tu change tu temba no bala majo ba tre temba no bala majo ba te change ne chanju chu seje ba ja wores tata maina ane tata maina te wo do chinje latene che wa sheba do zos ma je tende tezu yong che ba chinje latene che wa tata ne goba me be les les na chan gres wote insamara Okay, so just going back, um, we think that the um, there's six categories in the second um, meaning, um, explanation of meaning. Um, so there's four in Laman Sankapa's uh, four, um, but uh, Rinpoche is saying that he thinks, we have to check, but we're pretty sure that there's six in the secondary commentary. Um, so the first four are these categories. Uh, after hearing of the supernormal powers, you are awed thinking, I will attain such an enlightenment and generate the spirit of enlightenment. Then through hearing about the good qualities of a Buddha from an instructor, you first develop the faith and then there arises a, a desire to attain qualities. On finding the thought of the decline of the Mahayana teaching unbearable, you develop the desire to attain a Buddha's sublime wisdom. And then after you see how rare this most powerful spirit is, you develop a desire to attain Buddhahood spurred on principally uh, by this awareness. Um, so uh, those are the first four. Um, we'll take a break. Uh, it's uh, time well, yeah. um, to do that. And yeah. uh, we will return and with, I believe, which is number five. Okay. <laughs> Sanjula Sanji la 
Tundu Mena Zangi Tundu Bala Shawa Chambi Chuban Ziba Lut Madu Des and Sanji Jan Latibajan Jan Ugone Sanji Latundu Mabayina Naranji Dutu Maris Zangi Tundu Bala Shawa Chambi Chuban Zimbi and Dutu Maris Madu De Shambat and Hindi Jambu Gone Jean Jane Koale, koale droa tanje, teme la bomba tan, toba shuro ale mebe, ne radon pansun soba, soba mebe shetans, ne tu ranje tu zele, ne boba tan, toba shuro ayo arete, tuyon kuzi yenten kuzi yomares, tuyon kuzi yenten kuzi de, sanji jibores, koale droa tanje, Timela, Pombatan, Toba Shuru Ali, maybe Radu Pazunsova, maybe Shetans, Junkuzi, you think we take Radu Pazunsova to your mother's, maybe Shetan. Tada CB, Global Litayans, Nitito Rajatuzo, CB Global Tacus, Coapon to Guru, and then Coapon to Global Tayan, she Global Madrid Shetans, CB Global Quadabon to Greta. Shetat won't go, Maris. She be still a menacing. Hindi shell a menace. What a she don't need to be shedogged the quitat won't go, quap won't go, yes. Hindi chamber the man and she don't go to Maris. Timel Hindi chamber. That she be global lay, tayan. She global lay, Madrid shetansa. Rather than Ponsuba, the Sanji Chuji, Kusum Bishero, rather than Ponsuba there. Sanji Chiju Kurimatu, Nitur Angelio Maris. What is a marvel? Jibatere Mudoma. Lesser. Jibat. 
Number four is quite long. There's a lot of information in number four. Uh, um, it, it goes on, after you see how rare this most powerful spirit is, you develop a desire to attain Buddhahood spurred on principally by this awareness. With regard to the two components of the spirit of enlightenment, the desire to attain uh, enlightenment and the aim of the welfare of all beings, this fourth development of the spirit of enlightenment is established in terms of producing a desire to attain enlightenment and not in terms of its aim. So here, this is based on just the desire to become a Buddha, not become a Buddha for the sake of others. Um, so this is just the idea of becoming a Buddha um, the, for the sake of others part um, is another explanation altogether. Um, so it's just uh, produced in terms of that um, desire to attain enlightenment alone. Because when we look at the definition uh, according to the Abhisama Alamkara, the ornament for clear realization of the spirit of enlightenment. It's the development of the spirit of enlightenment. It's the desire for perfect enlightenment for others' welfare. So, um, uh, we look at that, there are two points. The desire for perfect enlightenment and then for others' welfare. Um, so there's two things that are going on there. Um, uh, so the, um, okay, so then... Without the desire to attain Buddhahood that comes from cultivating 
faith in Buddha's good qualities, you cannot overcome the sense of contentment that thinks peace, nirvana alone, is sufficient to fulfill your own aims. The desire to attain Buddhahood on account of training in love and compassion and seeing the fulfillment of others' aims as a necessity can eradicate the sense of contentment that thinks your peace alone is sufficient to fulfill others' aims, but cannot stop the sense of contentment that thinks peace is enough for your own aims. Um, so here it's saying that just nirvana isn't even fulfillment of your own aims. Um, even though a Hinayana practitioner has reached liberation, has reached nirvana, they have not fulfilled, completed um, all of their own aims. Um, and then it'll go on to say why. And here, it's because the self-cherishing attitude has not been eradicated. If one does not get rid of their self-cherishing attitude and turn it into an attitude that cherishes others, um, then a Buddhahood cannot be achieved. So if the self-cherishing attitude is still present, then there's no way for that higher realization to take place. And the self-cherishing attitude um, is one that thinks that I can just do this, uh, become liberated for myself alone, and that's enough. But that attitude is incorrect because one isn't even fulfilling one's own aims in that sense. Um, so here it says, indeed you do uh, need to overcome the sense of contentment that peace alone is enough to accomplish your own welfare because, one, Hinayana practitioners who are merely liberated from cyclic existence have only a partial elimination of faults and a partial knowledge and thus lack the perfect fulfillment of their own aims. So, Hinayana practitioners still have the obstructions to omniscience, still have imprints of afflictions, therefore they do not have omniscience. So, they uh, have only a partial elimination of faults because the obstructions to omniscience are still present and a partial knowledge because they are not omniscient. Um, it says, these practitioners are liberated from the problems of cyclic existence, but not from the problems of peace. They still have that grasping at nirvana, the grasping at peace. And it says uh, in the Abhisama Alamkara also that through knowledge you do not abide in cyclic existence. Through, compa through compassion you do not abide in peace. Um, so it's the compassion that the Bodhisattva has, the great vehicle practitioner has, that pushes him or her to work for all, all others instead of remaining in nirvana for themselves alone selfishly. Um, so uh, that's what's meant by that, um, and that's why one's uh, has not, um, w even though a Hinayana practitioner is liberated from cyclic existence, they haven't been liberated from the problems of peace, and that is that they are in a state of nirvana not fulfilling their own aims. Um, so, the for perfect fulfillment of one's own aims is said is a Buddha's embodiment of truth. Therefore, once you cultivate faith in the good qualities of a Buddha, you will see that you must attain Buddhahood to accomplish even your own aims, let alone the aims of others. Understanding this is important for causing you not to turn towards the, the Hinayana, turn back towards the Hinayana. Digsanram Chik. ทีนะซาจีเจเนเลเตบาจานเนเจดุนตาชูรังกตวนรูบาลาซาจีทุบะเมมรุทุนานเนเทเมดุมดุบีเจเจมจูโรสวะเตบาตุลเจบาซานก
So there, <coughs> yeah. therefore, once you cultivate faith in the good qualities of a Buddha, so we have the excellent qualities of a Buddha's body, the excellent qualities of a Buddha's speech, the excellent qualities of a Buddha's mind. And as a translator's note, the first <coughs> volume, there's a whole section on that, on all the excellent qualities of the Buddha's body, speech, mind, and, and uh, enlightened activities also as well. Um, so you can refer to that for what the good qualities of a Buddha are referring to. You will see that you must attain Buddhahood to accomplish even your own aims, let alone the aims of others. Understanding this is important for causing you not to turn back towards the Hinayana. So understanding this fact that um, without uh, great compassion, there isn't Buddhahood. And without Buddhahood, there isn't a fulfillment of one's own aims. Um, and understanding this will make you not want to practice the hearer vehicle, solitary realizer vehicle, um, because of the uh, handicaps, if you will, what, what it keeps you from. Hand, yeah, because of the handicaps, um, which are the presence of the obstructions and so forth. Send Truku the Enagatsure? 
Jewa Jogo, Zui Jogo, Jewa Gare, Chugu Jogo, Chi Jogo de Lai Batamba to Gabba de Insmoyare. ซาจิมาพาดมาบาบาโลปนิเนชาจิมนบูดาจามเลนมาเปกงเลกาเดนกีกาเดนชูกงตะมันโดไลปตะมะตุกะบอวะเตจิวะจุกยินสโอเคซ
so uh, when we look at the Buddha, uh, him or herself, uh, we state that there are four bodies of a Buddha. Um, there is the truth body, which is divided into two, um, the exalted wisdom body and the nature body. Um, and then there is an enjoyment body, and then there is an emanation body. Um, so uh, the, where it, here it says um, uh, embodiment of truth and embodiment of form. Uh, if we divide it like that, the truth body are the two, the exalted wisdom truth body and the natural truth body. Uh, and then embodiment of form are, is divided into two, the enjoyment body and the emanation body. Um, so the emanation body can be divided into three categories. Um, uh, Rinpoche said um, the first one is, um, uh, it looks like an arisal. Uh, the first emanation, which is an arisal, or I want to use the word birth, but I don't think it's accurate. It sounds like the word for birth, but it's, it's an arisal. And Rinpoche is saying when Buddha Shakyamuni went to uh, a pure land to give teachings, uh, that uh, his emanation from here to there um, would be this first category. Not Shakyamuni here, him emanating to the, the Ganden, to the pure land, to give teachings um, is considered this first kind of emanation. The second kind of emanation is emanation of form. And this is when there's a need uh, for some material thing to be produced to help sentient beings, such as a bridge. Uh, if suddenly a sentient being needs to get across water, a Buddha could emanate a bridge, emanate a material thing, in, but it's, it always says in order to aid or benefit someone. Um, so this is the second. And the third, um, I, I believe it's, uh, the, the, it's Dharma, the Dharma emanation, but it's what Buddha Shakyamuni is. Rinpoche said it's the, the best kind of emanation because it's an emanation that actually teaches the Dharma. That, it must be Dharma emanation. Um, it's an emanation that teaches the Dharma. Uh, so Buddha, I said, give me an example of it. He said, Buddha Shakyamuni. Buddha Shakyamuni is an example of this number three. Uh, so these are the emanations. So uh, when we look at the definitions um, of uh, the enjoyment body, um, I just want to say this part about it, that it's characterized that it is necessarily a body in a pure land teaching Arya Bodhisattvas. So the students of the enjoyment body are necessarily in another in another zone, in another realm, a pure realm, and all the inhabitants that are being taught by this enjoyment body are necessarily bodhisattvas that have reached the path of seeing, Arya bodhisattvas. Um, so uh, this is the characteristic uh, or qualification of where the, the um, enjoyment body abides. It has to be abiding where he or she is teaching Arya Bodhisattvas. And I'm, I'll find those exact definitions. I could do it if I had five minutes with the literature I have here. I think I even translated the whole outline of it in one of my books, but I just don't have it in front of me and I don't want to waste your time looking for it. Um, so uh, it's only the definition of those two um, that I don't have, enjoyment body and emanation body. Um, so let me just make sure I got everything. Um, so there's, uh, so Rinpoche is saying, uh, there are, uh, right, here's another part. There are many uh, scriptures and treatises, so uh, Indian commentaries and uh, so forth, uh, and that say 
that you could develop the spirit of enlightenment or the desire to become a Buddha just by seeing uh, these excellent qualities of these bodies I just explained, of the um, exalted wisdom or nature body or the form bodies of the um, uh, Sambhukaya, the enjoyment body and the emanation body. Um, now, when we say just by seeing, just as a translator's qualification, the form is what we can see. The, the truth body is omniscience, is cessation. Uh, it's not something we can see, but we can perceive it. Um, so I think that word, sometimes in Tibetan, um, the word we use to translate it as seeing, you could translate it as perceiving, um, and then that makes it okay with the truth body, um, because you can't see a truth body with your eye. It's not form. Okay. Dixon. ナパでカバーカグドナパセンジバトンミニラネセンジバトンミニチェンジグナネチェンジルジブセンジジュロチェントンミニルジブセンジバラネシャバトンニジトンバムナラスポシャコノカトルメンソンバイジルマドセンジ
Among the four developments uh, of the spirit of enlightenment explained above, the first two are not induced by compassion and love. The other scriptures and treatises as well, uh, in other scriptures and treatises as well, there are many explanations of the development of the spirit of enlightenment as the desire to attain Buddhahood induced by just seeing the good qualities of a Buddha's embodiment of truth and embodiment of form. The determination to establish all beings in Buddhahood is also said to be the development of the spirit. So it's saying that both of these are uh, the spirit of enlightenment. But it's saying that they're both. So you must consider each of these two to be counted as simply developments of the spirit of enlightenment. With regard to developing a perfectly... Uh, okay, spirit of enlightenment. That's where number five um, ends. Okay, Drupa... That Tijin 
ਰਾਜੋ ਲਾਇਆ ਸਾਜੇ ਮੈਂ ਦੁਮਰੋਆ ਤੋਂ ਇਥੋਂ ਦੇ ਤਾਂ ਤੇ ਆ ਚੇਂਜੇ ਤੇ ਯਵਾ ਜਬਾ ਮੇਬਾ ਜੇਜੀ ਸ਼ਦੋਂ ਤੋਂ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਵਾਸ ਗੁਦੇਸ ਤਾਰਾ ਤੋਂ ਦੇ ਜੇਦੋ ਨੀਗੀ ਚੇਦੋ ਅਨਵਦੇ ਸਾਜੂ ਤੁੰਦੇ ਸਾਜੀ ਸੈਂਦ ਤਥਾਂ ਗੋਸੋਂ ਦੇ ਸਰ ਸੈਂਦ ਯੂ ਜੂ ਵੇ ਸੈਂਜੀ ਲਾਨੇ ਜੇਦੋਂ ਲੋ ਗੋਬਾ ਤੋਂ ਜੇਦੋਂ ਲੋ ਜੇਦੋਂ ਜੋਗੀ ਨਾ ਗੋਬਾ ਚ ਮਦੂਸਨ ਤੋਂ ਆਤਾ ਜੇ ਸੈਜੇ ਵਦ ਤਤਾਂ ਚੁਗ ਮਾਰੇਸ ਤੋਂ ਆਤਾ ਜੀ ਟਾਂਬੇ ਸਾਜੀ ਤੁੰਦੇ ਚੇ ਮਚੂਬੇਸ ਰਾਦੋ ਲਾ ਅਨੇ ਰਾਦੋ ਫੋਸੋ ਬਲੇ ਸਾਜੇ ਮੈਂ ਤੋਂ ਮਰੋਆ ਤੋਂ ਯੂ ਤੁੰਦੇ ਤਾਂ ਤੇ ਅਜੇ ਜੀ ਤੋਂ ਯਵਾ ਜਬ ਮੇਬਾ ਅਨੇ ਜੇ ਜੀ ਸ਼ਤੋਂ ਤੋਂ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਵਾਸ ਗੁਦੇਸ ਤੋਂ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਵਾਸ ਗੁਦ ਮੋਦੂ ਜੇਲੇ ਸੈਜੇ ਬਨੇ ਜੇਦੋਂ ਸੇ ਰਾਦਾ ਜੂ ਬਿਸਾਜੂ ਦੋਸ ਉਹਤ ਮਰ ਬੋਤ ਤੀਜੇ ਸੈਜੇ ਸੈਜੇ ਤੇਂਦੇ ਨੀ ਚੇਵਾਇਰੇ Okay, so uh, now number six. Uh, with regard to developing a completely perfect spirit of enlightenment, however, it is not sufficient merely to have the desire to attain Buddhahood upon seeing the necessity of fulfilling others' aims. You must have the desire to attain Buddhahood that sees that it is indispensable even for your own aims. Furthermore, this intention must not neglect others' welfare, but be for others' sake as well. because the ornament for clear knowledge talks about both the intention to attain enlightenment and the intention to accomplish others welfare so here we have the definition of the spirit of enlightenment here the development of the spirit of enlightenment is the desire for perfect enlightenment for others welfare so i just asked rimbache the question there's these two points that are made in this definition and how do we separate them because we've translated it in english as this one idea you know that it is basically defining the spirit of enlightenment saying that, you know if you had a dash in english you know if we in school we would put a dash there the development of the spirit of enlightenment dash the desire for perfect enlightenment for others welfare but there's actually two ideas being presented here um and the first sentence is the first one the development of the spirit of enlightenment so that's the development of the desire to become a buddha just that the second is is the desire for perfect enlightenment for others welfare 
Um, so that's how it separates. It doesn't uh, separate the way that we, I, I was thinking before, where it was the development of the spirit of enlightenment is the desire for perfect enlightenment and for others' welfare. No, it's the, the two sentences are the two ideas. So I asked Rinpoche to clarify that for me. And that, it's Sampa. This way. So we find in the perfection of wisdom teachings this idea of the two points being made that we have to accomplish the spirit of enlightenment for others' sake, but also for our own sake, for our own aims. And we find it expanded in the 100,000 verse perfection of wisdom sutra. Um, and the 20,000, and then the 8,000, and then condensed at its smallest in the uh, um, ornament for clear realization. But we find these points uh, being made over and over again. And Rinpoche, the, the Chiran, the Jorwa, Jormayimba, the Gelama Son, the Dondagara, the Semche, Ewani, Jorwa, 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 mentioned the two types of this aspiration before and uh I'm not recalling it, I guess, with the correct Tibetan terminology. Um, but Rinpoche also said just now that there are two kinds of bodhicitta, one that is aspiring and then one that is engaged. This <laughs> way. Mm. So that completes the section. Um, on the development of the spirit of enlightenment uh, through the four conditions. Uh, and now we get into the next section, which is the development of the spirit through the four causes. Um, so those are the conditions the, and, and how those conditions inspire. And now we get into the causes. Uh, so the development of the spirit through the four causes. You can develop the spirit of enlightenment through relying on, one, a perfect lineage, two, by sustain, being sustained by a teacher, Three, by having compassion toward living beings. And number four, by not being disheartened by the difficulties of cyclic existence. Uh, so these are the four 
causes for the development of the spirit of enlightenment. So, so when we say perfect lineage, uh, we're referring to the um, ne necessarily the lineage of the Mahayana. Um, so we could say there's the lineage of the hearer, the lineage of the solitary realizer, uh, the lineage of the uh, bodhisattva. So here, perfect lineage is referring to the Mahayana lineage, great vehicle lineage. So the second is uh, being sustained by a teacher, but it's a teacher who is necessarily a great vehicle teacher. So the third is um, seeing sentient beings and having compassion for them. Hmm. So, and then uh, number four is not being disheartened by the difficulties or, um, uh, of cyclic existence. Um, not being, um, I guess, disheartened uh, is fine. Um, so those are the four, and it's presented uh, as is, so we don't find any expanded commentary uh, in the, the Jayan Sheba text in this section. Mm. Tojova, Tata and Okay. So Rimache said, we'll just read these four, the development of the spirit through the four strengths. You develop the spirit through relying on the four strengths. The strength of yourself, the desire to attain perfect enlightenment through your own power. The strength of others, the desire to attain perfect enlightenment through others' power. The strength of the cause, developing the spirit of enlightenment by having been familiar with the Mahayana and now merely hearing praise of the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. The strength of application in this life being accustomed for a long time to such virtuous activities as relying upon an excellent being and reflecting on the teachings uh, you have heard. And um, another way, uh, number three, you could d d translate as the strength of, medita of the meditation. Um, because it's the power of meditation is how it's translated in the uh, general meaning of perfection. So we'll have to look at it all and see if it is here too. Uh, so anyway, that'll conclude class. We'll do the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. Thank you very much once again for allowing me to translate this amazing stuff. And again, just everybody remember that
Since Lama Tsongkhapa wrote this text in the 1400s, there's never been a longer commentary given than the one we're hearing ourselves. Yeah, somewhere around there. I don't know exactly when he wrote it. He was, lived from 57, 1357 to 1419, so I don't know. I think he wrote it near the end of his life. So I'm not a historian. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Abulgateshvara Tenzin Jatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandat, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tujiram Jigutsi Shabi Denonla. Tujutsi, yeah.